1: Grandpa was a good man, oh yeah.
2: He had hard candies and a look in his eyes.
1: Get clowns out in the basement, oh yeah.
2: Oh, all that butterscotch just running down my thighs. Grandpa. What have we done? Sheriffs coming round, asking around town, guys down in the basement. Don't go. Grandpa, oh what's on your face, what Grandpa? Is it? What could it be? Oh no, there it is. Beet juice, a beet juice. Mm. Varicose veins. Unwrap the candies. Bring it on down now, podcast. Coming around. Touch me there, grandpa. Why did you do it, podcast? Intro, yeah, back. yeah, come on. One more beat juice time, boom, jump, put the beat juice the in the gong. house, down, um, running down his chin, dip spit cup, dip spit cup tonight. tonight.
1: Intro. Welcome in to Overwhelmed and Underproduced. Hey, everybody. We don't belong here.
2: Oh, hey. man. That was a lot of fun, that yeah. little intro song there.
1: Took quite a few oh, takes. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you didn't, then uh, just go ahead and stop listening, because we don't care. We do it for us. Yeah, we do it for us. We laugh so fucking hard. I started crying. Yeah, I couldn't breathe. It was great. Today we are back to talk about um, pretty much the same stuff that we've been talking about. We're just gonna keep on going, I think. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Make it work. Talk about the things you guys like to hear about. Or... Yeah, a little more conspiracy. We can talk about anything really. Yeah, we can talk about whatever, but we'll start rolling on conspiracies. Uh, what do you have that we didn't touch on? Let's in the last talk about. Weather manipulation. That's kind of cool.
3: Okay. So, if you're not
1: familiar with this topic, there is a very common idea. Well, not, I wouldn't say it's incredibly common, but they teach it in elementary school. There are certain people. No, I don't think they do. There are certain people who believe that the government or some agency controls the weather and they control. You know, they they create hurricanes. They create these massive tornadoes. Yes. And they target certain areas for whatever reason, yeah.
2: probably economic reasons. Yeah, maybe. I would think it would be economic. So the idea is that they can use. Um, well, let's let's back it up a little bit. What are they using? So there's a thing called HARP, and it's um has something to do with the aurora borealis, and they use it to send transmissions. Bounce it off the Aurora Borealis, but apparently that has some sort of weather controlling capabilities. They have other they have machines that can just generate clouds. Like that's not even a no. They you know, have that. I just, saw that. It just exists. I saw
1: that shit on Top Gear, dude. Yeah, it's really that's cool. on it. Hey, if you guys Google it, Google YouTube the whole Top Gear episode with the machine that creates clouds that can produce rain. Check it out. It's scary. It's fascinating.
2: Yeah, it is fascinating, but it's also. Kind of scary. So there's those machines that can generate clouds, and then there's also the uh, like the Doppler radars. Now those are in like basically every major city in the country. We got oh let's look at the Doppler radar. That's how we can see where the clouds are and everything. But uh, apparently, they have those machines on a low setting, and if they crank them up, they can actually not just read the weather but manipulate it. So supposedly they're able to actually generate hurricanes and then steer them and direct them. So, who's Dude. they, though? Now, I've heard that Bill Gates has been buying up all these. What? Yeah, well, I mean, there, there have been articles, you know, mainstream news articles about, you know, Bill Gates is buying up the weather machines. And so, he's getting his hands on this technology. But for... Okay. So, let's say Bill Gates
1: is actually buying up these weather machines, which I I wouldn't doubt it.
2: Certainly but it, has the money. But it sounds it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know what the end is, what the end game is for this. Because you know, why ooh, what if it's like a false flag attack like Hurricane Katrina and all that stuff? What if they're what if they're trying to wipe out the the people they don't want there, the low class, all them people living in Nolans? Ugh. It, all them they, cajun scum we don't want them around here but they
1: but they did the the government agencies did so much to make them to help them it took a while oh that it took was a, a long big time. thing
2: in the news like they 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 got blasted for waiting too long to go send aid yeah, mean, there were did. people like living in football stadiums for days and days just no no food or water pooping all over themselves pooping in the corner the scariest thing
1: about that is that New Orleans sits below sea level and yeah. the jetties didn't work. Yeah, That was the whole thing with the, the their whole idea about the jetties. And, oh, it's going to, it'll keep out whatever we need. And even though we sit, yeah, what is it, four or five stupid feet below idea. sea level?
2: It didn't work. And that's why you don't build a city below sea level. But that could coast.
1: explain, that could explain why they're targeting that certain area. Because it would be the most susceptible to something catastrophic some type of Who
2: benefits from it though like really
1: well it, i think if you looked further into the money that went yeah behind everything think about the amount of just the amount of insurance claims loan now i know that wouldn't directly benefit the insurance companies immediately but it would eventually it would come back around because then they can up their policies they can say hey you have to have
2: flood insurance you have to have it now. Maybe, yeah, I could see it,
1: that. It, it might. Uh,
2: there it's there was shooting a, in the dark. There but was it's a really interesting thing about how there was such a high demand for insurance adjusters. Like, if your house got destroyed in one of those things, you were you were fucked for months because the, everybody's houses were destroyed and there weren't enough insurance adjusters. So basically, every insurance adjuster in the whole country traveled there and worked freelance. I heard some interview with one of these guys. That's what he does. He's an insurance adjuster. And what those guys do, they come in, they assess the damages because you make a claim. You're like, hey, my house is destroyed. You know, I want to cash in on my policy. And, you know, my policy was for $200,000, blah, blah, blah. So the adjuster comes in and they inspect everything and make sure it's all, you know, in line. And obviously, since they're working for the insurance company, they're probably going to try to figure out a way, if they can, to not pay you. But or I don't know, maybe they've maybe they're really trying to get you get you your best interest. But I doubt it. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, there were so many cases where they didn't have enough adjusters. So these guys could come in and just work as much or as little as they want and they made I don't know, I guess they make commission or something off of it. But
1: My grandpa did that. He worked for FEMA and they would go in and they would inspect inspect damaged houses. And he um he would do that for every natural disaster. So he'd go out and he would go in and figure out if a place needed to be you know completely re- I, I don't know the exact ins and outs processes but i just know that he he did that and he made really good money doing it during any type of natural like he went to katrina he went to um the one that hit two that hit florida i think charlie a long time ago that hit like port charlotte and then one other one that i can't remember but i
2: know it was it's good money, dude. Oh, I it, know what it was. This article was talking about how it wasn't it wasn't good work that was being done because almost anybody can become one of these freelance insurance adjusters. All you have to do is just go take this test, yeah, and then you're certified. Yeah, you take and, a test, and now you're you're freelance. Like we could do it. And I have I think, all the equipment. I think people were given like bogus reports, basically that had to then be reviewed and then turned around and redone, and it just clogged up the whole system. And it basically. In the meantime, people are left holding the bag, and they're homeless, and they don't have anything, and they're just struggling.
1: It's so intense, too. And it doesn't, that's the one thing I don't know about the weather manipulation is whether, (laughs) whether, whether it's worth the, just the backlog that it creates. Like, you don't, like, these people are all out of work. This area that booms usually, especially with like uh, tourism, like a place like New Orleans, it, it, it's a city. Why would you put a whole city, like what would you gain from putting a whole city out of work, out of their homes?
2: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Maybe maybe they want to perpetuate the story of global warming. Like, So let's say the conspiracy theory is that global warming is not true and that the people ooh, with the weather machines good. are trying to create the hurricanes to like ooh global warming is messing up all the weather and so maybe they have vested interest in uh other maybe they're they're not the oil companies right they're the other guys who are trying to displace the oil companies they're the ones that are trying to sell electric maybe it's Elon Musk he wants to sell more electric cars he wants people to be more green minded so he's going to you know control the weather and make everybody be super scared of global warming
1: that could be it. They could they could also be thinking in a way that if they continue if this type of these massive disasters continue that people will be a lot more perceptive or re- receptive to a different idea. And like just plays into your point. It, if you propose like maybe they have a proposal that they haven't totally put out yet. And it might just be a massive thing. Yeah, it might be a massive a massive eco friendly or or whatever. It might just be a a new an alternative fuel source or a well, alternative energy source the or something.
2: are always the globalist, right? It's the globalists. So <laughs> maybe they want people becoming more comfortable with just more government regulation and things like that. That
1: could be it too. Well, yeah, because of course, the government helped them out at that time,
2: yeah, so why not? and then people are going to want more government regulation to to prevent global warming, so this type of stuff doesn't happen, so they give people the government more license to you know interfere and control everything. Apparently, I don't know apparently there's a I think this is kind of a weak one i don't this is, well, it could go either way. There's really no telling. I don't. I haven't looked into it too much, so I don't really see what the big picture is with the whole weather manipulation. Like, I I don't understand who's doing it and what the hell they have to gain. That part doesn't
1: make a whole lot of sense. Now I know that they do have the machines that can produce clouds yeah. that can create
2: rain. That's disturbing enough, right and there. That's
1: scary. Now it could also be used to benefit an area that maybe they're trying to grow crops. And they have droughts and they yeah. suffer from the... It could be used very beneficially, You'd so it might not be a conspiracy. Turn the
2: desert into an a- oasis and build a new city there. You'd think
1: that they could. Make a bunch of money off of it. I don't know. Yeah. Or an area that maybe their crops haven't yielded in the last couple of years. It's been on a downtrend. And they say, hey, we're going to put this weather machine here. All the farmers, you know, throw some... Pull some money together, get some investments. And then they have a little cloud machine that they crank it out and it poops out rain. And their Sweet. crops are very plentiful. And I mean, you have to start thinking about stuff like that with the way with the massive population we have in the world. You can't just we can't have like a shitty crop yield one year in a in a major source. Like potatoes? It can't oh, yeah. happen.
2: What if another potato famine happened? Like all the potatoes, they're they're all gone. No, yeah, it Everybody can't happen. potatoes like every day.
1: No, oh, you mean every every single Restaurant in the world, just or potatoes. every at least in the United States serves French fries. Every I mean, we, single one, every fast food chain. Death. No, we wouldn't. But it can't happen for it people. Would mess just up the economy. You, if exactly. Potatoes popped out of existence. <laughs> it would totally screw everything up. People would be like, "Oh, you don't have French fries? Are you kidding me?" Uh, everywhere. I mean, you can name. Yeah. It's an endless list. So that shit could be pretty ben- beneficial. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's not a conspiracy at all. Maybe, they just, maybe they're just using it for the good. Maybe they're aspect. using it for good. Hopefully they are. The good guys. Because the whole... I don't know. Weather manipulation just seems so... It would only make sense in a couple of certain circumstances. Like, you could use it in
2: wartime. It sounds like a bad supervillain. Yeah, it like, does. Like Despicable Me or something. <laughs> like, man, weather machine. Yeah, real bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> And it's going to make backfires. it really rainy all the time <laughs> and you'll get depressed. You won't be able to see your grass will grow and you won't be able to
0: cut it. Poor you. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
1: (laughs) I was just thinking a a different thing. They, um, you know, there's a real problem in Florida, in South Florida, like Miami-Dade County. They are, they're, they're just flooding the city is beginning to flood, and because the, they're partially below sea, or they're very, they're like right at sea level, and they have jetties. They have the whole system that you New t- Orleans. Wait, had. Miami? Yes, Miami's flooding. Miami and most of South Florida is starting to just flood, and they're talking like we won't have, like South Florida won't exist in like twenty years if they don't do something. Oh shit!
2: Drastic about the rising ocean and everything. Yeah, rising
1: ocean. It. um It'll, you know, it'll go into the streets and then it screws up the, it's, it actually screws up the streets and it'll, you know, pipelines will burst and there's yeah. all types of horrible shit that comes with it, but it's been oh. happening constantly.
2: People underestimate the power of water too. Oh yeah. You know that if you're like, there's quick moving water, even if it's only like four inches, that's enough to like sweep your feet out from under you and carry you away.
1: Yeah. I think it's like, I think four inches is the same for cars. Where you can, uh, your car can be picked up and yep. carried four inches or, or six or something like that.
2: I know you see it's the less than a People are going down the road, Oh, just swim! Like no, you can't. You can't swim. I mean, no. you can swim, but you can you, swim. you're not. You're not getting anywhere.
1: Not to mention it's super dangerous because there's debris and there's, yeah, that's the other thing. And like big there's floodwaters, there's life. logs and just everything floating through, just poking in the eye. You never know what could create a rapid current. Yeah, like, cuz you've never had we've never thrown rushing water down our street before. Right. It could just be it could turn into something horrible. It could be oh, the and perfect that's storm. smash
2: you into stuff.
1: Yep. And there will be stuff smashing into and you. Break all your booms. Yeah, but that that's a serious problem. They're actually experimenting with this thing that New Orleans started to do where they have these it, it's almost like a dam and it's dude to see it is pretty unbelievable. There are these structures out in the ocean that can shift and like take in water and block water what? and in then the slowly release. Yeah. yeah. There are these huge underwater uh-huh. structures that, Oh no, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't New Orleans. It, it was, um, what's that city out in Europe that floats Florence? Venice. Is it Venice? They did it. Oh, they have yeah. these things, and they're no, these massive that. underground. Uh, yeah, it's the, like huge. Kind of reminds they, me
2: of like a um, the canal, like the Panama Canal. How they have locks. Yep. Yeah. So but they, they have that just out in the ocean around the the coast of the city. Yeah, it's incredible. So that's they're, they're they've been dealing with flooding real bad. No, now. real bad. They have a whole city that
1: floats on the water. Talk about some sketchy well, shit. all the
2: all the businesses and everything they have like you know, gaps under their doors and like everything inside is on stilts and like nothing's close to the ground that you wouldn't want to get wet because it's like every day when the tides come in, just like, yeah, there's like a foot and a half of water in the bottom of my house. Just it chilling. Sense. It's just every day. That's you have normal to normal life.
1: Yeah, It's just so funny to see that human beings have gone to such drastic levels. Now with South Florida, I get it because when you, I feel like when they first started building up that area, they, they probably didn't fully understand. They, they probably had an idea happen. that maybe, you know, maybe the tides will rise to a certain degree. Maybe the water levels will increase, but we'll just put it back this far, you know? And then now it's, that didn't work. We'll build the levees. And we're talking about billions of dollars. So now all this stuff's in place, all these million dollar hotels, I mean multi-million, hundred million dollar hotels. Generate revenue, billions and billions of dollars of revenue for tourism and just people who live there. I mean, it's a super rich area. So you have to do something. You can't just move shit back. Shit's built up, dude. There's an infrastructure that it's done. And now you have to experiment with these off-the-wall, crazy feats of engineering and feats of architecture to be able to deal with just Mother Nature. It costs more money. It's it's kind of it's kind of like beautiful and insane at the same time when you think about it from like a human nature perspective that we've built. We want that paradise so bad, yeah, and we we want to do something so crazy.
2: We just got to recycle our bottles and drive electric cars, man. Just eat more hummus and
1: yeah, and be able to come up with an idea to retain the ocean water, the ocean, (laughs) the you know the natural energy, the thing that could that. Could power the entire world. Yeah, the with most just powerful a little force. tiny little tiny bit of it could power the whole world. We gotta keep that at bay so we don't flood this city that makes us a bunch of money.
2: Yeah, all the potential energy from all that water there pushing up against whatever sort of wall you build. Like, good luck. Yeah. Think about the think about the people tasked with that. If they design it. Endeavor. What do you how do you design it for like when a hurricane rolls in? Right? What the fuck do you do then? You just got to be ready. You got to have the reinforced steel.
1: You got to have the reinforced windows. You have to make those buildings that can that sway. Apparently, they build skyscrapers that they actually have a certain amount of sway, so they're meant to move when there are high winds. Well, yeah, definitely. That's how they design all modern skyscrapers. Yeah, insane, dude. But I bet they double down on that shit. In, like, hurricane zones. They have to. Oh, yeah. I don't think you build past a certain height either. You can't because then math will defeat you. <laughs> you can't. Be- they couldn't build, like, the Sears Tower down in Miami. No way. That shit would fall down. At the first major hurricane. Be done so. be the biggest human disaster. Oh, be man. scary. No, it would be scary. But, yeah, I don't know. You guys take that for what it is. Well, what's what what other thing? Dude, we got the other what's the other shit? Oh, talk oh, the, about the bloodlines. Oh, yeah, talk about the bloodlines. So this is a total we just talked about some like totally regular, you know, some problems that happened in the world and that are happening. But this is totally crazy.
2: This is a crazy conspiracy theory. So there's the bloodlines. And the idea is that <clears throat> human beings as we are today were genetically engineered in the past by alien visitors, the Anunnaki. And they came, they're the ones who, you know, gave the ancient knowledge to the ancient people and all that. And supposedly they came, they took the Neanderthals that were here, and then they mixed their own DNA with them and made like a hybrid. And that's what we are, and that's why we're so different, is because we're like half Neanderthal, half aliens. Basically, that's the idea. And so... It does bring up, there's a bunch of kind of interesting points because we are so much different than any other creature on this planet. There's a lot of things that are unique to us, like a lot, like the amount of, the amount of protein that's in our breast milk, the, our, the, let's see, what else? The fact that we get sunburned the way we do, like we go outside and, oh, I'm sunburned. Oh, that's weird. You know, every other animal can be outside. All the mammals, they just chill out outside. They don't get fucking sun. They don't get sun poisoning. No, you can die. Or we start to get cancer. Yeah. We get cancer and die. It happens kind of quick, I mean, if you just too. stay outside all day long, like, you'll get sick. You just get sick. Or maybe it's that we're weak now that we don't go outside enough, but... Because I hmm. guess there are, like, tribal people that are pretty much outside all the time. But still... So there's all the physical problems like our all our lower back problems and stuff like that would suggest that we are not supposed to be uh under the effect of as much gravity as we are and all the all the foods that and things that we're allergic to and can't take and all the weird diseases and shit that we get it's it's like we're not good out in mother nature like we have to like take great measures to try to not get sick or hurt Like you don't just go outside like hey i'm just gonna walk into the woods for like a couple weeks with nothing and just live like no good luck you could do it if you're really good but you'd have to be really prepared and you would have to use tools and and measures to kind of battle back nature like we're not really well equipped to do it just with our vanilla tool set
1: no 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 oh here's
2: one for you when we our circadian rhythms so that's like your natural body clock you know the 24 hour day Uh, supposedly when astronauts are out in orbit and and things like that out on their spacewalks and stuff and in the space station their circadian rhythms revert to they, they change from a 24 hour day to like a 36 hour day or something like that and it's, it ends up being the same as whatever a day is on Mars. Really? Yep.
1: So let's put that into like a regular perspective. If you or I were to go up into the International Space Station, so let's say that you and I stay up for an average of like 14 hours per day. 16 maybe.
2: <clears throat> we Definitely would- 16. I don't sleep for 10 hours. Eh, maybe sometimes I do. Well, right, well let's push Sorry.
1: it. Let's push it to 18 then. All right. 18-hour days is our usual, or 17. What do you get? It's well, so a 24-hour day. Yeah. So would... what, what? you? I average probably about seven hours of sleep if I had okay. to pick. Seven or eight. So let's say 17-hour day and here on Earth. So if we went up there and we reverted to a 36-hour, we don't know if that's the exact number, but... If we went to oh no, to they a,
2: measure it was like thirty six point five. Oh, I mean, that was, oh you do that I mean, was, it was definitely like it. even with
1: the decimal place, and it was the exact. But that was the number though. It wasn't some yeah. Okay, so thirty six hours. Would we stay up just for that much longer? Like, would we stay up for twenty seven hours, or would we? I don't sleep know. Sleep
2: tw- twice. Like, how do how does that sleep twice? I don't know, man. I think you only sleep once. I think you just stay awake longer. It kind of makes sense, because I—I feel like I, I don't know.
1: For me, particularly, I have to train myself to fall asleep and wake up at a time that is like suitable for the next day. Like yeah. there are a lot of nights where I go to bed and I go to bed late. I go to bed at like three. That's like usually my like, yeah, I'll start to wind down time. Which is crazy for a lot of people. I'm sure anyone, they're like, ooh, what the hell? Yeah, that's just regular for me. But there are often times where I'll stay up to like five and shit, and I could easily stay up longer. I just could, but I don't. Yeah. So I get, I get it. I, I get that. I could... There could dude, I mean, it, it, it totally makes sense to me. It totally makes sense to
2: just keep to going. What other good examples there were basically so there's all these bizarre physiological examples of what makes us so drastically different than any other creature it even comes down to like the different uh, chromosomes and things in our dna and everything that you know it's only found in us like different like protein strands and hormone like i don't know there's just there's a lot of shit that's totally unique to us It's crazy. Oh, and also, we're the only ones that are like totally sentient and conscious, as far as we know, that can actually like articulate thought. And like, we know some creatures have certain things, like, uh, you know, like elephants like mourn their dead, and, you know, dolphins are very communal and they kind of like communicate with each other. But as far as we know, we're the only ones who are on our level. So, you know, we're just pretty unique. So that kind of lends itself to the theory that we were created by the aliens, the Anunnaki.
1: Well, it's so absurd, the fact that we have just straight up dominated the entire ecosystem. Oh, yeah. There, I mean, besides complete, completely drastic climates, human beings have just dominated. Oh, yeah. We're top, top of the lawn, top of the food chain, big time. And there are even people, you know, who have flourished. I mean, they haven't flourished, but there are people who go and they've lived in
2: Antarctica in Antarctica, dude. Yeah. We can live almost For anywhere. Extended periods. Because we are smarter. We change our environment. That's another thing. We're not like one with the environment. We go in and we change it to make it what we want it to be. Yeah. We build buildings that are climate controlled on the inside. Nice 70 degrees, you know. Yeah. Schulted We've manipulated it to the point. I mean, you get like we were talking about South Florida earlier.
1: That place, if you took it for what it was created no buildings and just lived there out in nature it would be Baby, the badlands mean, dude fucking swamp dude it'd be like mad max it'd down it'd be like bitch. a jungle it is the jungle <laughs> can you i you can't you don't get to walk through the woods down in florida like you do right. here it's dangerous there's. Dude, I think they have like panthers and shit there. They do have panthers. They have actual panthers. Hundreds of different types of snakes. Poisonous snakes. Spiders. <laughs> spiders, spiders, spiders.
2: spiders. Oh, we got plenty of that type of shit around here, too. Yeah, the chiggers, though.
1: And Ooh. fucking noceums. What's which, that? They're these little, little, little tiny gnats. Like super tiny. You can't see them. And they land on you and secrete acid on your skin oh yeah they secrete like a little tiny amount of acid
0: the acid has a name and i just forgot it
4: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: But they secrete it and it burns, and you think they're biting you, but they're just doing that. It's just little... spitting
2: alien blood on you.
1: Yeah. So they have those little tiny gnats and the mosquitoes, and and the gnats, like dude, no CMs are they just don't stop. It's relentless, and they only come out at night. So you deal with the heat all day long. <coughs> Excuse me, and then you got at, the human at nighttime, nighttime. you got to deal with the noceums that just it just ravage your body constantly.
2: Oh, that's horrible. I've heard about people down in South Georgia in certain areas where there's just gnats. There's so many gnats that all the common people they just put pepper on everything that they eat because. There's so many gnats that they're going to be eating gnats and they just put pepper all over everything so they can just kind of lie to themselves and be like, oh, so yeah, they, they can pepper. pretend that it's so not, they're, the pretend gnats? Like they're not eating gnats. Wow. Yeah. You just, how do you deal with all that? Yeah. You just put pepper, you just put a shitload of pepper on everything. I've never heard that. That's really, that's actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah.
1: And strange. Yeah. That's South Georgia's gross. Is a weird place. South Georgia and sure. Florida is a weird place. If there wasn't the beach. I just don't. Oh yeah, see people living uh, except it's for weird. the people who like
2: swamplands, man. It is,
1: yeah. Except for the people who saw it as an opportunity to grow crops. It's good for them. Perfect climate, but that's why there were only so many types of plantation areas.
2: But man, it is just a nightmare. So, can, so the Anunnaki supposedly came, bred us, created us. The idea is that they, that we're basically like gold miners cuz we covet gold for whatever reason. Oh yeah, dude. So that's the thing. Gold is one of the best metals to use in electronics and in spacecraft. It's very malle- malleable, it's lightweight, it's a perfect uh, electric conductor, it shields away radiation and it's just it's like a, it's like the wonder, the
1: superconductor, and has a super low melting point. For yeah. anyone who didn't
2: know that about gold, gold's great. It's like one of the best things to be used in electronic components and spacecraft and things like that. So it would make sense that a space traveling civilization would want it. So the idea is that they put us here to to mine it, and because we, we fucking love gold. Even before we knew about all the electronic components, people, ancient people, just fucking loved gold for whatever reason. So we mine it up, and I don't know. Here's my take on it: is maybe, maybe the aliens they are traveling. I mean, if they're traveling great distances, at that point, uh, time is behaving differently for you because time is relative to how fast you're moving. So they could, f- you know, fly over here, create the humans, fly away back home, eat a ham sandwich, fly back. And for them, it's been the next day. But for us, it's been, I don't know, 500 million years or who knows. So they come back and we have since mined up all the gold out of the ground. And now it's in our, you know, buildings and in our jewelry and in our electronics and everything. And then they just come and, you know, hit the button, fucking fry all of our brains and pick up all the gold. Maybe we're just some weird little monster that they're like, oh yeah, here this planet has some gold. Let's go plant some humans there and come back in a couple hundred million years and grab all the gold instead of mining it themselves.
1: Oh, you think it? You think it could be that simple?
2: Yeah, like we're like a little like you, they open up a little vial like here, spread some humans, come back later, get your gold. What do you think the gold? Well, no, the gold could do a lot it could do yeah, a whole
1: lot it cuz it's also craft. very dense. So Is
2: it dense? I thought it was I thought it wasn't. Well, I know it's, it's really malleable.
1: Well, no, it's dense because gold weighs it weighs so much yet it's so um you can push on it hard enough and just like you could do it with your fingers. You can you can squeeze gold, but it's so heavy. It's I don't think
2: gold is that heavy. Uh, let's find out. Let's find out. Here, talk about something while I look this up. So anyways, the idea is they created the people. And all right, so now we get into the bloodlines, right? So we have different blood types. There are four blood types, A, B, A, B, and O. And they're all either positive or negative. Gold now,
1: is very, sorry, gold, go gold is very dense. It's a very large density and um, compared to different things that we use, such as like lead and uh, and silver, (laughs) it's just a lot, it's just denser. So So it has a very high density, yet it's also extremely permeable and it's a superconductor. So, yeah, that's
2: why. Yeah, you can hammer it out into like super thin, paper thin sheets. Yep. And then put that on your spacecraft and it shields off all or you the nasty can, solar radiation.
1: Or you can melt it down and turn it into whatever you want. Yeah. In whatever shape. And it doesn't take a lot. You could melt gold down with a lighter. Yeah. With a big lighter. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a it's very manageable metal. Anyway, go ahead with your with the bloodlines. Go ahead with your stupid bloodline. No, no, I gotta... No, <laughs> I, this is this part's the, this is the coolest fucking part.
2: So, so creepy. All right, there's A, B, A, B, and O, and it's either positive or negative, so that makes eight blood types. Uh, so all the... Now I'm doubting myself if it's positive or negative. Okay, so the negative is... It's, it's the rhesus factor. They named it after these monkeys that have the same thing. The rhesus monkeys... So they're all positive. They're, I guess that's where it came from. But anyways,
1: are these monkeys that like exist in the wild or are these that they have done or these monkeys they've done done tests on?
2: No, it's just like a certain type of monkey that exists in oh, the wild. Oh, okay. And the rhesus factor Let me let me look this up real quick. This is probably something I should have done before. Yeah, who cares? So, everybody who's negative that's that's like really rare. I think most people are positive blood type, and the ne- the the people without the rhesus factor are supposedly the more pure alien blood type, and it's only 15 percent of the population.
1: God, that's crazy.
2: Now there's this uh area in Europe where like 30 percent or more of the people are all negative. what? Yeah, it's like the highest concentration of those type of people. Hold on. So per capita,
1: there's just a certain area of Europe where these people are just grown and bred, and they have been for a long time. That certainly sounds like a place to start. Oh, damn it. I wonder what part of Europe.
2: Got a pop-up. I just had it.
1: Now we okay. got to figure out what part of Europe that is. Okay,
2: 85% of people in the world have positive, RH-positive blood. So having the negative blood type is very rare, only 15% of people. And that's the one that they say is the more pure alien bloodline. And here's where it gets weird. Uh, supposedly, all the great leaders and all the powerful politicians and these guys that we've been talking about, the Bilderberg group and the Illuminati and all the breakaway civilization, all these people... And like also, all the most intelligent people in the world, there are predominantly RH negative. They're the rare ones. What? Yeah. Now, why would... What, oh my... I wish... Will you look up... So they're more closely related to like the original. Like the, the pure created ones from the aliens. I guess some of them, like, went and mated with these monkeys. And that's what most people are, but only some of them remained pure. I guess that's what the theory is. It's got to be. So if you have a negative blood, you're more purely alien. And you're probably really smart. Oh,
1: is that the thing, too? That they're smart? I think so. People with the negative blood type? Man, that's crazy that politicians are... All the world
2: leaders. I don't, I, yeah, That that's a weird correlation. We, now, we, the other thing with the bloodlines of the politicians, supposedly all the big politicians and presidents and leaders, they're all, like, more closely related with an actual, like, family lineage. Like, apparently you go back and every president of in the country, except for, like, one or two, are, they have, like, a common uh, grandparent within, like, ten generations or less or something like that. Really? And they all they're all also related to all the royalty of England as well.
1: You want to know something really cool? I've never told you before. What? But it is legit. I'm directly related like it, from a grandparent to Andrew Jackson the the president. You told me about that. That's yeah. cool. Directly related. You probably have
2: negative blood type.
1: I think I do. I don't yeah. know for sure but I think I do but I'm directly related to him. Like actually related to that dude. Like he was a he was he was a grandparent of some variation in my family line. It's pretty cool. Kind of look like that motherfucker too. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Is he the do. one who uh had sex with his black slaves? I don't know. I don't know. I know he he, he did um he's the one who did the horrible <laughs> <laughs> I think he did the whole Trail of Tears thing. He also led, before he was president, he was a general and he led a march. He did. There was some massive battle down, I think, in Louisiana. That's part of that. Okay, it's not so a great thing.
2: Check this out. All monkeys are RH positive. <clears throat> All of them. All the monkeys are RH positive and 85% of humans are RH positive. But there's no monkeys that are Rh negative, and only a small percentage of us are Rh negative. So there's something different about that blood type. Do you know? It's the Basque area of Spain. That's where it is. Basque. B A S Q U E. The Basque area of Spain. Yeah, thirty percent of their population is Rh negative. Oh, also, if a woman is Rh negative, and their partner is positive, and she gets impregnated. Her body and the baby is a positive blood type. Her body will f- like fight the baby and treat it like a f- like her immune system will attack it and she'll have a miscarriage. Like that's a documented thing that happens. The negative blood type is dominant and it fights and like destroys the positive blood. So that's why when you have negative blood you can't receive blood from positive sources.
1: But how does that, how does that boil down to the, the reproductive process? Is it because the baby the baby's is...
2: par- part from the father, and the father passed his positive blood type to it so the baby's cells or whatever all the positive RH positive, and the mother's body just fights it and kills it.
1: Oh wow. yeah that's incredi- that's incredibly interesting,
2: dude that that's some next level shit. Her body can recognize the child as a foreign being and develop antibodies to deta- attack it. Because RH positive and negative blood do not mix. So what you're saying
1: is the baby would have to be negative.
2: Yes. For it to survive. If the mother has negative blood type. I don't know if this like if it's guaranteed to kill it, but I think
1: Oh, that means I'm almost like guaranteed to have negative blood type. Because my mom Yeah, does. and that's
2: why it's a bloodline. Because if the mother's oh, line shit, is bro. negative, then all her children have to be negative because she can't. That's where that's where it comes from. Oh shit! But it's also it's a rare because those mothers can't reproduce with everybody. They can only reproduce with other negative guys. I dude, I got some. Isn't that crazy? I got some
1: really crazy shit to tell you after the podcast. I don't want to get into it on here, but man, that's some that's some deep shit. Like with my with my whole immediate family, that's some. That's some deep shit. That might have just figured out what the whole problem was. Here's
2: for here's a, long a, time. a theory and a website called Ancient Origins. They suggest that the Rh negative gene represents a completely separate branch of humanity that interbred different than the original branch that came out of Africa. Really? Wow. They suggest that those with the Rh-negative blood are descendants of the Hyperborean race, which is believed to be the real, original human race. Huh. They believe that this race was blonde-haired and (laughs) blue-eyed. Oh, it's like the Aryan race. Wow. That's fascinating. What color are your eyes? I don't know. I I think they're green.
1: You don't know the color of your eyes? No, like just off the top of your I'm a head, a weirdo
2: that changes. Oh, so you have like they're like some green hazel shit. and they're sometimes like blue they're green? gray and some yeah. Well, you have like blonde blue, hair, blue green
1: kind of changes. So you're like direct. Oh yeah, dude, you're a director, director.
2: Hitler would have loved me. <laughs> when I was born, I mean, I'm German.
1: I had blonde hair till I was uh five years old, like just straight, straight blonde. Platinum and then it turned to dark brown, but I have I have super blue eyes. So does so my sister. That's
2: what it is. That's what Hitler was trying to preserve was probably all these RH negatives, the master race, the Aryans. Oh wow. Oh, dude.
1: Oh, so we're going down the rabbit hole. We yeah. just like accidentally figured out some real shit. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Cool. Now oh my god. Oh, dude, and there are so many ties in with with the whole Nazi campaign and fucking UFOs and aliens, absolutely, and them having... they were
2: big into the occult. They totally bought all that shit, dude.
1: But they apparently also had like some serious fucking Alien
2: tech. man. They had some serious tech,
1: and we we stole a lot of their scientists. Oh, where what? was
2: this? I remember seeing something that was talking about how they had interviewed. What was the thing where, after the war, they went and took all the German rocket scientists? Was that Operation Paperclip? Yes. Yeah, so they went and they took, after World War Two. See, the Germans in, in the war, for whatever reason, they had way better technology than we did. They had better tanks and better planes and better missiles and better everything. Like, they had the Tiger tanks, bro. was the shit. They had the best. I, everything was good. They. I mean, they were doing, like like rocket prototypes that were like they were probably getting close to being able to go to space already in the 40s and i mean supposedly they had some like alien technology and shit and, and you know all the theories say that they were after uh the all the occult relics the ark of the covenant the holy grail and in, in fact apparently hitler was obsessed with anything you know ancient you know ancient relics of power anything like that you know the Ark of the Covenant is supposed to be a mass, massive weapon of power that could just, you know, level walls and destroy entire armies. Well, it was
1: designed to protect the Ten Commandments. So, you know, it, it, let's say that all of it is 100% true and that you have a thing, a, a vessel to hold the most sacred scroll the the most sacred word that was ever written by god himself yeah and how you know it we'll would do, it would do the a, thing according
2: would, to what it says in the bible like it had the power to do just like it did in raiders of the lost ark where you know lightning comes out of it and it just vaporizes people now here's i'm getting sidetracked now but my theory on it is that if it was real it was some sort of nuclear device and it was a it was a, some kind of nuclear weapon and that's how they were able to destroy walls with it and that's why it's always described as having great energy and a great flash of light. Uh, many of the people in the Bible that got near it they, the symptoms that they had that they get fatigued and their hair would fall out and shit like this and it's the same exact symptoms as radiation poisoning
1: and you couldn't look directly at and, it.
2: yeah so it would blind you and the box itself was shielded. It had gold all over it. It is described it's as gold in gold. It's like probably made of just gold. But anyway, so they they marched around around. Uh, uh, this was the the story of Joshua. He went on this campaign and led the chosen people back through Israel and basically like slaughtered everybody and went and like it describes. It's like the whole uh book is like a big story about war and how he goes on these campaigns and it's actually kind of interesting some of the tactics to use but like one big story is he goes up to the city of jericho and they won't let them in so then they march around the walls for i forget how long like i want to say it was like days but they march around and march around with the ark of the covenant and then they blow their trumpets and the walls come down the ark you know unleashes its power and destroys the walls and then they go in and they murder everybody Oh, and he murdered everybody. It was like they listed all the cities that he took over. And it was like 50 or 60 cities. And these cities, you know, had hundreds and thousands of people in them. And they went in and fucked up everybody. They killed them all. Wow. It was crazy. So it was a super powerful weapon. So, of course, Hitler's like, yeah, I want that shit. And he looked for it. I wonder if they got it. I wonder if they found it. I wonder if they
1: got it, it, dude. Well, they no, they probably didn't. Well, oh yeah,
2: where was I going with this? Operation Paperclip. So the Nazis were into all this stuff, right? They had all this cool technology. Suppose, I mean, they had to have found some cool technology or probably ancient secrets how they built the pyramids and shit like that. So they they got a hold of some really crazy stuff, and the German scientists were making all the best airplanes and spacecraft and or like rockets and shit like that. Okay. So then, after the war, Operation Paperclip, basically all those German scientists, the, all the really smart ones, they get pardoned. They come over to the United States and they work for us now, and Secretly. they develop the fucking space program. And that's how we went to the moon was because of all these German scientists that were working for us. Secretly, yeah.
1: This was What's all. What's the guy's like, name? Um, Werner von Braun.
2: Yeah, Werner war- von Braun. That guy. He's he was like an Hitler.
1: actual Nazi. Yeah. He was an actual Nazi scientist. I know they made that great movie about October Sky and Warner Von Braun right. was Jake Gyllenhaal's fucking his idol. Hero. His hero. No, he was That a dude was scientist. an actual Nazi.
2: So that guy, he was the guy, this, whatever this show was, it was a conspiracy theory show, but they were talking about how uh, somebody who knew him So I guess it was like, you know, he said that he said, but anyways, supposedly he said they were like, you know, how did you, how did you guys come up with this stuff? And he's like, they gave it to us. They're like, what? And he's like, yeah, the aliens, the Anunnaki, they're from Orion. What? Like he supposedly (laughs) admitted this. I don't know how substantial that is, but... That's pretty fucking there wild, There was an man.
1: interview where he was just like, they asked him how he no, the, developed it, I, I'm
2: pretty sure the interview with, was with somebody who was close to him. So it wasn't directly him. It was like his friend or some oh guy that worked God. with him. And he was like, he was telling his story. He was basically testifying like, yeah, I knew Warner Von Braun. And when I asked him how he did this, he told me they gave it to us. And he said, who's they? And he said, the aliens. Wow. Yeah. How's that grab you? It freaks me out, dude. I think. Because think about it. We went in like two thirds of a century from inventing an airplane to going to the fucking moon like that. Bam. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we did. Quick. Like, oh, real quick. and. And developing nuclear weapons.
2: Yes. Like, you go
1: from. So the gun. Was an extremely basic, like shittily made, shittily it was shitty explosives, and we used terrible, fucking poorly. They weren't. It wasn't aerodynamic. Musket bullets were balls of lead that you you'd pour. You would actually like loosely pour, um, black powder. Yeah, the black the. The fucking TNT, but whatever What it, it has a gunpowder. It's just called gunpowder. You pour it down, <laughs> stuff it in bullet. The actual trigger would ignite a spark like a lighter. Yeah, it would and it would catch. It would explode out of the barrel. That that was the thing that we used until they were like, hey, how about we design bullets to where the bullets have a casing? Yeah, and inside is all of this very it, it's it's just it was just designed better so the explosive would happen inside of the bullet and it would fly out and then they made the barrels more aerodynamic and it would spin the bullet a certain way but anyway that shit happened so we went from that to you know having a regular gun that had a decent amount of accuracy yeah. to having machine guns to having bombs to having nuclear weapons in a matter of less than 100 years. Yeah. Just like that. Less than 100 years. And look where we are now. And then 100 years after that, we have had just a massive burst of, you know, the internet, the internet now, culture, cars, and, infrastructure. Oh, yeah.
2: All this stuff. And where does all the technology come from first? The military. So the question is, where are they getting their shit? Is their R&D really that much better than the private sector?
1: Uh, They probably work hand in hand. They almost certainly they work outsource hand in
2: hand. Parts. Oh, yeah. They're paying like Lockheed Martin and shit like yeah.
1: that. Yeah. They outsource it. They find their guys. They bring them in. Yeah. The guys who they can't find, they buy them out. And contracts with them. It just, that's it,
2: dude. But the conspiracy theory is that they have bases where they have access to all sorts of alien shit. Well, we know for certain that they reverse engineered it from the crashed UFO and Roswell. Oh yeah, yeah. or
1: yeah, right. They probably knew exactly. They probably caught you know the crashed UFO. They went up. They they gathered the body. They gathered the wreckage. They brought it back. Then they called. They called. They called him. They called the alien leader dude or their their correspondent. <laughs> papa? Yeah, they called their papa. They said, Hey, we we got one of your your one of your guys crashed. And uh people almost found out what's going on. And they were like, Oh no, no. You know, oh <laughs> shit. Well, we gotta figure something out. You're and saying like, yeah. they
2: were already in contact with the aliens before before the crash?
1: I yeah. I think so, man. I think so. with the shit with the Nazis and the, the blah Someone has been. Someone was. I don't know if yeah. everyone. See, I don't yeah, know if it was Nazis. common knowledge, but somebody was.
2: Well, I mean, if this theory is true, then the aliens have been here all along. And they're the ones who gave the ancient people all those secrets.
1: Oh yeah. So there, there's been, and that I, I'd almost bet that that just is the
2: secret, the massive oh, thing that they're holding. That We've been talking about the big secret, the thing that the yeah. That could be the big secret, the big secret. I think it is dude. And I they think don't want to let it out because it would I saw I heard a poll where like people were basically people said no, we wouldn't be freaked out if we found out aliens are real. I, I call bullshit. I think people would be freaked out. I think it would drastically change most people's worldview. It would change my they life think entirely about the world and everything and history and everything you've been taught. It's all been a fucking lie. And, you know, how's it going to affect all the religious people in the world? What are they going to think if if it turns out tomorrow that, boom, like, all of this, it is all a lie. It's been aliens all along. Well, it might not have to be a complete lie. No, it doesn't have to be. But what if it was? What if the aliens come up tomorrow and they're just like, yes, all this is made up. We have video of it here. Here was Steve. He was an asshole alien. And he fucking wrote this book and put it here because he thought it would be funny. Oh, man.
1: Now, I People think. People would
2: lose their fucking shit.
1: I think the way that they would have to do it is it, when they come out, when they come out, because I'm almost certain that they will, they're going to have to just redact a lot of things that were given to human, that were given as human accomplishments. So we're going to look at history just to completely. It's just going to be different. So instead of. Alexander the Great just being great and conquering <laughs> all the shit that he did and gathering all the knowledge he was assisted and they it's just going to be taught it's just going to be taught differently so everything that we know it, it'll be a really hard pill to swallow if that time does come it's going to be tough because you know as a person you think that you could accomplish this shit Yeah, that we think like how did this person do
2: that and then you, then all of a sudden you're given, the, like, oh, they didn't do it? Maybe it'll be enlightening. Maybe they'll be like, you know, hey, it's here it is, and then here's all the technology. Here, let's everybody have it. And then we move into a, a new age where it's like a utopia, and we use we the best technology to, to harvest and distribute all of the resources on the planet, you know, plentifully and to where everybody can have everything. And we build a bunch of robots that do everything for us, and nobody has to work, and everybody's just chilling and doing whatever they want and just making art and stuff. Like, I mean, that'd be pretty wild. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Well, we're about at an hour.
1: Really? Yeah, 59. Okay. Cool. I guess we'll call it. But um, next time, I want to keep talking about this because that Nazi shit is too cool. I want to go deeper. I want to do some deeper research and figure out, try to really... Yeah, figure let's try to sort of figure out all the things
2: that mm. they, they were getting their little grubby paws into and see if we can get some oh, more yeah. detail.
1: And next time, I don't know if we're going to do another one beforehand, but next time, Josh is probably going to be back. He's back on Saturday, and we're we're going to try to do one Saturday night. Cool. So everybody get ready for Josh to come back. It might be a weird layout, but we're, we'll make it work. It's oh, going yeah. to be good. It's going to be cool. We'll tell Josh that he's got to start doing some research about how the Nazis and alien technology took over the whole world. It's going to be fun to hear him talk. <laughs> he's going to... Oh, that's going to be great. I can't wait. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, y'all. Thanks, everybody. Uh, share and like it and post it. You can write reviews. I don't Please. care if they're good or bad. Do whatever you need. Just try to, you know, come on, help us out. All right, guys. We'll see you next time.